Welcome to the Take the Cake podcast. I am your host, Kate Noel, and I am so happy you're here. My mission is to inspire you to be the best version of yourself by truly honoring what your mind, body, and soul want and need. Here, we talk about everything and anything, wellness, recovery, lifestyle stuff, lots more. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, beautiful Take the Cake listeners. How are we? I am super excited about today's episode because I think that this episode's really needed because almost every time I do a reel or I've done like a video or something on somebody like missing their period or getting your period back, I usually will get a DM or a comment or something where somebody says something along the lines of, I'm so glad I don't have my period. Or I wish I didn't have my period because, you know, I'm so grateful that I have my period. And it's it troubles me that people say that because having your period is extremely important. If you're a menstruating person, then and you don't have your period uh, for a, a reason that whatever reason you need to get that checked out. If you have been diagnosed with hypothalamic amenorrhea Um, which is when you don't have your period for more than three months. If you don't have your period for more than three months, it doesn't mean a hypothalamic amenorrhea. It's so, so, so important for you to go to your doctor. Regardless, if you have any sort of hormonal issues, if you miss your period, go to your doctor. Make sure you get a thorough exam and be really honest about your situation because there's definitely other underlying conditions situations, symptoms that you need to address with your doctor to make sure that you don't have another diagnosis. But if you in general are experiencing hypothalamic amenorrhea, which is when, which is secondary amenorrhea. So there's two types of amenorrhea. There's primary amenorrhea and there's secondary amenorrhea. Primary amenorrhea is when you um, haven't gotten your period by 15, or I think it's within like five years of you starting puberty. Whereas secondary amenorrhea is when you've missed your period for a few months. Either way, talk to your healthcare provider. Um, And it's typically treatable, um, but it's important, like I said, to make sure you know exactly what's going on with you. So uh, anyways, I get so many, you know, people just saying like, I wish I didn't have my period, which I get it. Having your period is, it's difficult to menstruate. Um, It's uncomfortable, it's emotional, it's, uh, cramping, you know, you have weird stomach and there's blood coming out of you. Like it's, it's, it's a lot, right? It's a lot to have a period. It's every single month. And it's, it's a lot. We all know that. I think if we've all had our periods, we know it's not a comfortable experience, but the, the reason why it's, there's so many reasons why it's so important. And I feel like making this episode because I want people to be motivated to have their period, grateful for their period, and understand why it is such an important indicator of health and how we can reframe having our menstrual cycle and learning to appreciate it and really understand it to better understand our health and just our, our emotional world in general and to take care of ourselves better. Um, so let's just get into it. Your period... Uh, like your your endocrine system is a part of your metabolism, right? It's a part of your entire body. I like to think of the body in more of a holistic way. And so everything is connected. And But typically when 
you know, when we are under stress, the first tangible metabolic sign that your body is under stress, it's not always the first one, but for me it was, and I think for a lot of people it is, is a missing period. It's a really important indicator that your metabolism is healthy or that your metabolism is in or heading into an adapted state. I have other episodes on the metabolism, so you can go back and listen to, to those. I think it's like probably 10 or so episodes back. And I want to disclose that it's not uncommon for healthy individuals to miss a period every once in a while. If, if they're under an unusually high amount of stress, if they're in a life transition, sleep problems, etc. But skipping three in a row is absolutely a reason to see your doctor. I mean, even skipping one is a reason to see your doctor if you really feel it's necessary. But skipping three in a row is considered, often considered hypothalamic or secondary amenorrhea. Hypothalamic amenorrhea is when your hypothalamus turns off communication between your um, ovarian and um, pituitary axis. So it basically shuts off communication. It stops you from ovulating. Um, and common causes of this are under eating, excessive exercise, stress, and pretty much everything else that involves you know having a disordered relationship with food, body image, etc. So that's hypothalamic amenorrhea. And like I said, it's not uncommon for healthy individuals to skip a period every once in a while. But if there is, you know, three in a row or if you're under a high amount of stress, definitely go see your doctor and be honest and ask them about hypothalamic amenorrhea. An interesting study found that if patients with anorexia nervosa, 20 to 25% may experience amenorrhea before the onset of significant weight loss and 50 to 75% will experience amenorrhea during the course of dieting and weight loss. That's really interesting, right? Because when I think a lot of people think about amenorrhea, when it comes to eating disorders, they consider that the person needs to be like severely underweight or they need to be underweight or they need to experience weight loss. And in reality, A, you don't have to have anorexia to have hypothalamic amenorrhea. So if you don't, don't freak out. I didn't have anorexia for a long time and I had hypothalamic amenorrhea. So any stress on the body can trigger for you to skip your periods. For so many people, including myself, whose hormones are extremely sensitive to environmental and lifestyle factors. So any stress, even like toxic beliefs about yourself, too much coffee, like all these things can result in hormonal disturbances. So it is interesting though to consider that people with um, anorexia often experience hypothalamic amenorrhea even before they lose weight. Obviously with the weight loss, it's more they're more likely to, to um, have HA. But like I said, if you don't, if, I don't want you to feel excluded in this, this episode and conversation at all. There is so many factors that can result in having amenorrhea um, and not having your period. So definitely don't want you to feel excluded by that study. Um, so it's just crucial to check with your doctor. It's crucial to get, make sure you don't have any other underlying diagnosis. If you get diagnosed with hypothalamic amenorrhea or just your doctor, sometimes doctors don't, like I didn't really get diagnosed with hypothalamic amenorrhea. I just got diagnosed with amenorrhea because I was underweight, which I was like, okay. So regardless of whatever your specific journey is, I want to give you some risk factors, honestly, and dangers of not having your period. This might, I don't want this to be so scary that you feel overwhelmed, but hopefully this can 
give you a little bit of motivation to get your period back and be grateful for your period, even if you have it back, um, because these are really important things to know. Okay. The first issue that can happen when you don't have your period is fertility issues. So this might be obvious, um, but when we don't ovulate, when we don't have our period, we don't ovulate. And when we don't ovulate, we can have fertility issues. It's often very difficult to become pregnant when you don't have a regular cycle or especially when you don't have your period at all. Who knows exactly? I mean, I believe the body wants to heal. So I personally don't exactly like to subscribe to this belief that like once you have fertility issues at one point of your life, you're gonna have them forever. You know, I didn't menstruate for like, ovulate for like 10 years and I ovulate regularly now and I have a, a regular period at the moment. It's um, it's a little bit because of my life stress, it's a little bit uh, all over the place, but it's definitely happening. I'm grateful for it. But in general, fertility issues is a really important thing to know. Um, and that's something that I think when we were in our, like especially for me, when I was in my teens and when I was in my early 20s, I just didn't really think about my future self. I just didn't think about how important my fertility was to me. It was something I just put on the back burner so much. Like, I'll deal with it later. I'll deal with it later. And it just kind of hit me one day. Like, I was like, wow, I don't want to like, disturb my fertility. Like I really want to focus on having good fertility. Like who knows when I'm going to have children. I definitely don't know right now when that's going to happen. But regardless, like I really want, wanted and it just kind of hit me that I, I cared so much about my fertility and I, I didn't want to keep putting it on the back burner. So it's something that your future self will probably thank you for regardless of if you want to have children. I think it's something to, you know, you know, maybe your future self will, and you just never know. I'm not saying you have to have kids. It's your choice. You can do whatever you want with your life, but it's something to keep in mind that you might really appreciate that you started to take care of yourself and really focused on this earlier that way, because you know what? Our fertility can, can get stronger. So just because like, let's say you don't have your period and then all of a sudden you want to have a child. It's not like, your ovulate, like you can have a healthier ovulation um, if you really work on like strengthening your ovulation, getting your cycle regular. And for me, that took years. I mean, that took a year, honestly, of me like getting my period back and and really focusing on having like a healthy and strong ovulation, not having an ovulatory periods, which is when you have a period, but you don't actually ovulate. Those are a thing too. So, you know, working on your fertility now instead of when you're ready to start having children, just because, um, you know, that, that might not, the timeline might not work exactly how you think it will. It actually takes the body often three months to three months of building these habits and consistently like feeding yourself and, and resting and working on your toxic beliefs about yourself. It takes at least three months for the body to actually reflect on those changes. Um, so it, it's just important, I think, to remember that it could take three months or more. Sometimes it takes more. So, yeah. Fertility issues is the first one. The second one is just your energy levels. So there's a really big risk of having like chronic fatigue and chronic low energy. Um, and that's something I think I wanted to add. I wanted to add this in here because a lot of people, I don't think they know how like tired they are until they're all of a sudden not tired anymore because they're eating more and resting and, and healing their body. 
And it's really interesting, like low energy, chronic fatigue, and I'll even put into this category, like low recovery. Like I just used to spend so much time like in the gym, lifting weights and trying to build my muscles. And I would get so tired and I wouldn't recover and I wouldn't build muscle because muscle is so metabolic. And so I just used to be living, I used to live in chronic fatigue and it affected every single aspect of my life. It affected my productivity. It affected my relationships. It affected my social life. It affected everything. So I think chronic fatigue, like I said, getting out of that state, you can really do so much more with your life. And so I think that is a very valid risk factor in not having your period every month. The third one is the increased risk of early onset osteoporosis. I think this is a pretty common common knowledge, but this is so important. When we don't menstruate because of hypothalamic amenorrhea, we have estrogen deficiency and progesterone deficiency. Estrogen deficiency can make your bones really brittle and weak. There are estrogen receptors on our bones and uh, there's so many reasons why estrogen is so crucial for our bones, but it really helps the life cycle of your bones and having healthy bones. Again, this is like your future self will thank you. Like maybe you can fall and you can slip and fall in your twenties and thirties and you'll be fine. But like, you know, if you slip and fall and like break your back or something in your forties, like, you know, I just, I know that that's something that your future self will really thank you for is taking care of your bone health. Um, there are certainly so many lifestyle and treatments that you can talk to your doctor about. If you do have early onset osteoporosis, it's super important to talk to your doctor about maybe getting a DEXA scan. That's probably something that they will recommend if you have any sort of history of eating disorder. That's something I had to get done. And I did have um, low bone density when I got my DEXA scan. And I'm really lucky that it wasn't severe enough where I had to have treatment, but it's something that really shook me up. And it's something that um, I think is really important to know. And that's a really important reason why you want to have your period. Um, estrogen. Also, estrogen is feels good. It feels so good to ovulate. You feel high energy, high libido. It is entirely entirely worth it. We love the estrogen and the progesterone. Um, the fourth uh, risk factor is increased risk of cardiovascular disease. So there was a study that found that 69% of young women with coronary artery disease have low levels of estrogen compared with just 29% of their heart healthy counterparts and that low estrogen was associated with worse coronary artery disease. Um, and then those women they found in the study it predominantly stopped having their periods. Your future self will thank you, your 40s and 50s. Like you don't want to be going and seeing a cardiologist because you're worried about your your heart health because you didn't have your your period. So really, really important um to make sure you definitely talk to your doctor about that and make sure you get checked up. Um, but something to keep in mind just to keep you motivated. The another risk factor is just um, any sort of early onset of like early menopause and early menopause it comes with a whole slew of symptoms. I don't feel like I need to explain exactly what those symptoms are, but you know, you don't want to be like your menopausal, you know, parents or grandparents and feeling like the same as them. You know, you want to be in your vitality years where you're able to ovulate and have your period and trust me you don't want those early onset menopausal symptoms those aren't fun 
The next one is that your period and ovulating gives you like a monthly report card of your health. It's often considered the fifth vital sign. You know, your hypothalamus and your pituitary gland are very connected to adrenal, thyroid, um, your gut. So when one of the systems is disrupted, the other ones are, like I said, holistic. So regular periods is a really big indicator that you're also having adrenal and thyroid issues. And the thyroid, fun- like the function of our thyroid is kind of like the control station. Like it, it controls the rate of function for like every cell and gland in the body. There's thyroid receptors on every single one of our cells, including growth, repair. So when your thyroid is underactive, it can lead to not so great symptoms, tiredness, weight gain, depression, um, symptoms of high cholesterol. It's just really important to keep um, that in mind that your thyroid function is so important. And so is your adrenal function. Very similar, your adrenals can uh, generate stress hormones and being in constant fight or flight is certainly not good for our bodies. Um, it Cortisol really affects the balance between estrogen, progesterone, DHEA. And so it's just a sure sign that your adrenals are in optimal health either. Okay, we're getting there. The next point is that it helps you to understand your fertility. So understanding your cycle will help you make decisions on contraceptives, family planning. It can help prevent pregnancy. It can help you become pregnant. Um, so just understanding your fertility in terms of making healthy decisions for yourself. Um, and that's, that's specifically when it comes to like preventing or becoming pregnant, uh, something that you definitely want to keep in mind. I mean, I, it is truly, I feel like if I was still missing my period, it would just be like impossible for me to understand and make informed decisions for myself. I, I, I wasn't able to do that. And I was kind of in constant, like, questioning about what was happening to my body. So it's, I think, important to to know just to like have, you know, that informed decision-making for yourself and that peace within your own life. And then the last, uh, the last risk factor danger of not having your period is, is that you just aren't in tune with your body in this way. Your infrading rhythm is is similar to your circadian rhythm. Your circadian rhythm is every 24 hours. Your infrading rhythm is your cycle rhythm. So that's every month. And that just having my period has helped me so much to become in tune with my body. I don't cycle sync. I don't like eat certain seeds and nuts. And I don't really um, necessarily exercise differently. Like I do exercise differently when I'm on period, but I don't do it in like the classic cycle syncing way just because I feel like that stresses me out. I don't, I just don't have that capacity to do that right now. But I will say understanding when I ovulate, understanding when I'm in my follicular phase, when I'm in my ovulation, when I'm in my luteal phase and when I'm on my period, when I know which time of the month I'm in, I am so in tune with my body. I feel like I make really good decisions about how I want to spend my time, what I want to do with my day, if I want to be social, if I want to you know, if I feel productive, it can be really validating on my period. It's like, oh, I'm craving like a whole bar of chocolate. Like that's fine. Like I just, sometimes it just feels really validating. It does feel really validating to be so in tune with my body and to understand why my body is craving certain things and and, and why it feels this, the, the way it does. Not that you need to be validated in any cravings, like, but it does help, I will say, Um, when it comes to like having my cycle 
And it feels powerful as hell to ovulate, to have your period every single month. I've had my period back for, for a while now. And every single time I get my period, I feel so fucking powerful. I'm like, I feel so impressive. I'm so impressed with myself. I can like create life. I can choose to not create life. And I don't know, something about having your period, I think and maybe this is a little bit strange, but I, I feel so empowered as a woman when I have my period. I just feel so good. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's not it's not easy to menstruate. It's not easy to have a period. I know there's back pain, there's cramps, there's emotions. Gosh, that's like another point that I definitely could have had on here is that it, I feel like when I didn't have my period, I wasn't able to, I just like was numb. Like I was so emotionally numb and I, I wasn't able to feel my emotions. I wasn't able to understand them or recognize them or, or identify them. It just felt very gray. My life just felt gray. I felt numb. And when I, and now that I ovulate and obviously that has come with also healing my relationship with myself, with food, my body, with my life and my relationships. But I will say it, it, now that I ovulate, I just feel more like life is vivid again. And I can't remember what it was like before. I don't ever want to know that again, but I do remember thinking and saying out loud to a lot of people, I just feel alive. And that is so amazing. So I know it's hard to have a period, but I hope that this episode inspired you to be grateful for it, to reframe it, to understand it to welcome it and hopefully just encouraging you to keep going and get your period back because it is so much better life is so much better when i am able to mitigate my stress handle my stress have a good relationship with food and body have my period ovulate i'm literally on my period now and i think that's what inspired me to do this this podcast um so so yeah i uh I appreciate my period. I hope you can appreciate yours too after this, regardless of if you have it back or if you're working to get it back. And if you're working to get it back, keep going. Um, don't give up. I believe in you. So with that, that is going to be today's episode. There are so many other reasons why having your period is beneficial and I didn't go into detail on any more of them. I thought these were enough to hopefully send you off with some ideas. But yeah, this is going to be this week's episode. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you on the next episode of Take the Cake. Bye.